My name is Phil Mendoza, and this is the Championship Bowhunting Podcast, fueled by Mountain Ops. Join me as we give you bowhunting tips to help you take your preparation to the next level. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Tips from the Pro Shop here on Championship Bowhunting. Today's episode is episode 35, and today we're going to be talking about accessory upgrades, specifically sights and rests. Before we do that, I want to thank this episode's partner, and that's Hoyt Archery. Uh, check out their new line of bows, the Defiant series, the Carbon Defiance at HoytArchery.com. Uh, head into your local pro shop and, and give them a shot. I just set up my Defiant here last week, and it is sweet. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. I mean, it just draws like butter. So I encourage you to check them out, HoytArchery.com. So today's episode, we're going to be talking, like I said, specifically about site and rest upgrades. L- let's just be flat out honest. There's not a ton of revolutionary products coming out on the market these days. It seems like every once in a while, every three, four years, some, a company will come out with something completely new or different. But what's really happening is most manufacturers are taking their, their good products and making them better, which is, which is beneficial for everybody. You know, when, once it comes to that decision, you know, again, tying in a previous episode we did of how to choose what's right for you. Well, I'm going to touch a little bit about some of the accessory changes I'm going, I'm cha- I'm implementing this year on my hunting bow after having not changed anything other than the bow itself, but the, the sight, the rest, the quiver, arrows, everything's been pretty much the same for at least a couple years, if not two and a half, three years on my setup. So for example, uh, my setups in, in the past, I, I've been running a five pin pure gold from black gold. Uh, not sponsored by Black Gold. That's just the site that I, I chose because of the, the construction. I like the features. Uh, the Hamski verse rest I've been shooting, I've, I've been part of the Hamski team for a long time. So that that decision's easy just because I feel it, you know, it is the best product on the market. And I started shooting that rest before I, before I came on as a team member with Hamski. But those two components have been a staple for the last two, two and a half years on my setup. So then now going into this year, um, you know, the, how do I decide, how did I decide to make the switch from one accessory to to another? How do I know that making a switch is valuable or worth it? And I'm going to go over some of the decision-making process that, uh, led me into changing accessories. And first thing, you know, it's, uh, since most companies, like I said, are just tweaking their products, they're taking a good product and making it better. Uh, it's it's really comes down to the features. If you've already picked a, co- a product that's that's durable and and from a construction standpoint, it's reliable from a company standpoint. Then it's easy when they make improvements to look at those, identify if they're worth it for you, and and pull the trigger. So real quickly, I'm going to start on rest since that was an easy one for for me. I've been shooting a limb driven style rest for hunting and target for. I want to say five plus years. So the few things I like about a limb-driven rest, we've touched about, we touched on it on another podcast. So I'm going to be brief. It guides your arrow for longer, uh, a longer portion of the power stroke of the of the shot process. 
the thing that I like about a limb-driven style rest is you can fine-tune that where that launcher comes down out of the way based off where you position your, your cable on your limb. Move it further away from your limb or move it, or excuse me, further away from your axle or move it closer to your axle to change that speed of, of where that rest comes down. The new rest, the I, I've never actually hunted with a capture feature on, on a rest since years ago when I shot a whisker biscuit. So this... Even the the new the Hamsky Versa rest, I never shot it with the with the capture. So with the new Hybrid Hunter Pro, I'm going to run it with the capture feature. Reason being, it's overall it's a lighter weight construction. That new capture, the hood, that rubberized that rubber coated hood is quiet. The the new launcher, the over molded launcher is 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 awesome. Some of the features they integrated in the capture into the housing. It, you know, with the angle slot on the sides to ensure that anywhere your arrow sits in that housing, it's going to pick it up on on your blade. So some of the new features from the Hybrid Hunter Pro, they were just, they were no-brainers, you know. So they took all of the things I liked about the style of rest, which was a limb-driven style, and they implemented a lot of new features and lightened up the rest. It was a slam dunk. So that's that was an easy choice for me. Going into sights... Being that I've hunted with a five-pin sight, a five-pin driver-style sight for the last few years, you know, I want to say three or four years, it's it's been, in my opinion, hunting the West, it's the most versatile style system that I've hunted with. Being able to have five pins so I can shoot anything from 20 to 60 yards uh, in, in a, a quick shot scenario, or if I've got time to, to dial something in for 60-plus for yards, or practice. If I want to practice long distance, I'm able to do that all with one setup. I don't have to change from a, a target style sight to a hunting sight back and forth to be able to practice with my bow uh, with shooting longer range. So that that style, the driver or a slider, whatever you want to call it, to me that's that's a must in my setup for hunting the West. The sight I've been using, the Pure Gold, like I said, I liked it. it it's a good sight. I still like that sight, and I may still end up going back to that sight. What's intriguing me to change now are features. So from uh, you know doing doing my hunting changes sometimes i do day hunting for some trips sometimes i'll pack in and and do a a four to six day trip so i i kind of cover the board with different styles of hunting the weight is always an issue the the pure gold is a is an awesome site but it is a little bit of a heavier site uh there are some other sites on the market equally as good from a durability standpoint uh maybe a touch lighter maybe give you a touch more features and that's why this year at least to start right now, I've put a Boss Hog sight on my on my Defiant, and that's because of some of the features. The Boss Hog is not a new sight. It's just the sight that I've kind of gone back on and I've, I've always been intrigued by. And this year, deciding to go to a two-piece quiver instead of a, a detachable quiver, it opened up that option to pick a sight that has that dial further further back mounted, actually closer to you, to, towards the shooter, towards your eyesight so from uh adjustability in a quick situation i can the 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 dial is facing me i mean it's right there closest to me of of any site that i've looked at of similar durability and construction so again it's it's a features thing and and breaking down what features i want to practice with in the off season to see if they are features that i'm going to stick with come big game season you know, I'm going to be out turkey hunting here in April and and uh, shooting this this defiant in preparation for turkey hunting. Some of the bow hunter type 
athletic events in the summertime. So I'm I'm changing my setup to try to better enhance my what what I'm looking for as a shooter. And that, like I said, that dial being one of them, uh, it seems like the the overall weight of the Boss Hog is positioned a lot closer to the riser, so it doesn't doesn't affect balance as much because it's not leaning so far out in front. You do you do not have the feature as much of a feature of like what a dovetail will give you to be able to slide your side in or out. I think you only have two or three positions on a Boss Hog, but to me that's not an issue. The second feature I really like about what Spot Hog did is they introduced last year their triple ring housing. And from shooting in very dim situations to very bright situations and everything in between, the way that your eye perceives light through the peep changes. So I always fought on uh, my, my peep size when I was shooting a lot of tournaments because I would be practicing here in Colorado in bright open sunlight, and I'd go to some of these shoots in Georgia or Florida, and it's you're shooting in tunnels, and it's shadows, and it's dark, and it always changed the way my eye perceived the peep sight and how I see the, the the housing through the peep sight. So I was constantly having to change aperture sizes. And long story short, Spot Hogs Triple Ring. I, the more I've been shooting it, the more I like it. The other thing I like about what they introduced with that triple ring, with that single pin option, is a a second pin, basically a a reference because you can't adjust the second pin, but it's a reference. For example, if I set my sight at 30 yards, and I'm kind of hiking the woods with 30. If I know that that bottom reference pin happens to be 45 yards, for example, well, now I've got two pins to cover essentially what four pins were doing in my sight before. So it's less complicated. It's easier to see through. I have a better sight picture through my sight. And if I need to adjust that, I've got my dial closer to my hand, closer to my eye, where I'm going to be knocking onto my string, and it's a quicker adjustment. So those are some of the features that I've broken down on the sites this year, and at least to start, that's what I'm going to play with just because identifying different sites on the market, I've been able to see what's more durable uh, for from setting up a lot of customers' equipment in the shop. Pure Gold is a, is a durable site, but the Spot Hogs are, in my opinion, second to none for, for construction and durability implementing best of both worlds with some of these different features hunting the west primarily it's it's giving me the thought process of i haven't changed for a while and and my system's not broken so i know i can always go back to that system that i've been using but at least in this site change these features upon first review and and playing with it i mean shooting shooting my setup with with the new boss hog i'm, I'm liking what changes I've made or at least started to implement and this is a perfect time of year to start considering those changes so that's all I've got on the site and rest upgrades like I said the rest on the Hamsky side it's an upgrade but it's it's kind of just paralleling the, the quality standpoint of what they already have been making on the sites the pure gold is a great site but so are the spot hogs I'm just implementing some of the features that the spot hog boss hog uh, gives me so, and I, I've explained some of those. So that that's really the way I, you know, sit down and, and when I'm deciding if I'm going to change something, I really try to look at all the qualities, all the features at this point, because like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, not too many accessories on the market that are just jaw dropping. You know, I need to sell my, you know, I need to sell the dog and the cat and, and whatever thing I can out of the garage to go buy a new setup because I need to have it. It doesn't seem like there's that many of those products on the market right now. It's it's a little different style. It's a, it's a, an improvement of material. 
Um, maybe one they implement micro adjust, which to some people like that, some people don't. So pick out some of the things that you like in your setup. See if there's something else on the market that may be able to enhance what you really like about your setup and, and consider those. So that's all I've got on this topic. Getting into next week, we're going to have some guests on the show. We've got it, we're, we're going to be we're going to be hitting fitness. We're going to be hitting fitness with four bow hunters and a lot of topics and tips for the next I, I guess two weeks uh, with the Championship Bow Hunting Podcast. So I'm going to leave you with this episode uh, with a few housekeeping items, and and those are make sure you check out our iTunes giveaway next week. We will be announcing one of the winner for the iTunes giveaway Mountain Op supplements. Get on the new, on the website, championshipbowhunting.com. Subscribe to the newsletter. Look at the new T-shirt design that's up for February. Get on the pre-order. Again, those won't ship till the end of the month, but you get on the pre-order, you're going to save a few bucks on the pre-order. Um, and I, I think that's it. You know, if you share the episode we had on hunting partners, the last episode uh, of Championship Bow Hunting, episode 34, we're doing a, a giveaway, a shirt and a half giveaway to a couple people for sharing that episode and and tagging one of your hunting partners hope you all have a great weekend if you're listening to this as it comes out and remember never settle for an imperfect shot